Hey everybody, welcome back to the maturing thoughts of a young Christian. My name is Grant Armstrong and I'm excited to share a, a new maturing thought. I, I want to tell a story today about, um, about a time that I understand God's sovereignty and God's intimacy in a really unique way. So when I first got saved, I got saved at 17 and I had always imagined God as sovereign, right? Some of my favorite pastors at that time was John Piper and Francis Chan, people who really emphasized the throne room of God, the sovereignty. I was uh, very much attracted to the reformed camp of theology, if you know what I mean there. All that basically means, like I just said, was God is sovereign. He's holy. He's big. He's the creator of the universe. What is humanity to even be close to them? And, and this God is a God of consuming fire and he is glorious. And so when I prayed, I'd pray desperate. I'd pray on my face, just begging God to go do something. Um, and this was the first couple of years of my relationship with Jesus is, is this um, distant throne that is far away, right? Uh, and please, as I'm saying that, I love our brothers and sisters in Christ and the Reformed camp just because they emphasize one thing and I was attracted to that doesn't mean that they're wrong. Uh, I needed in my journey to see a different side of God as well. And so this is where something clicked for me. Uh, my wife, Eden, and I, we were dating at the time, married now, dating at the time, and we went out to get some ice cream, and we came back to our university campus, and we were chilling out in the parking lot talking. And I was explaining about when I prayed, uh, the different image of Jesus that I saw and his glorious angels, and my brain would creatively and imagine, imaginatively see Revelation 4. And Edith said something to me at the time that I thought was almost blasphemous. She looked at me and she said, really? Because when I pray, I imagine Jesus kind of crisscross applesauce sitting down looking at me. And I was like, what? You know, like, not my sovereign God, not my holy Jesus. How could I almost respect him? How could I revere him if he was just here humbly sitting with me? And slowly that really changed my prayer life. Because if I imagined Jesus within that as I was praying to him, he was not the far away God. He was the close, intimate God. The God who was 100% human, who identified with all of my weaknesses. The God who chose to left that glory to humble himself and become his creation. More than just that, here, here Philippians, that he would humble himself to death on a cross. He, he let his creation crucify him. Why would that Jesus who is so humble not be okay with sitting down and just speaking with you? That radically shifted my worldview about who God was, how I got to talk to him, right? I believe it's Hebrews, but go and correct me if I'm wrong, right? Challenge this, but I believe it's Hebrews that talks about the throne of grace. I know it's in the Bible. I think it's Hebrews. Talks about that this throne that we see in majesty and glory, sovereignty, you approach that with confidence because it's a throne of grace, that you walk up as a child 
to this throne when you pray. Man, that shifted my whole worldview. Because a lot of the times, uh, if we just focus on one aspect, we're missing uh, the other aspect of God, right? If he's just speaking truth, we miss the grace. If he's just speaking uh, grace, we miss the truth. The real gospel is in the, the heart of the middle here. And when the middle, you find a much more rich and full and deep understanding of God and his intimacy towards creation. And so then I started to pray with this image in my mind, that whole throne room, angels, glory, majesty, who am I to approach? And yet this God sits down humbly with us, with all of this in the background to talk. And that really deeply moved me in my prayer life. So this is what I would encourage you to begin to think about. One, try to do some imaginative prayers. Um, think about God and almost uh, let your, I enjoy letting my mind run wild when I'm praying about creative circumstances, putting myself in the text, uh, imagining what might Jesus' facial features look like when I pray for something, all being filtered through my perspective of the community of faith teaching me who Jesus is, my brothers and sisters holding me accountable to that, and also the word of God, right? Because the way we imagine it isn't always actually what God is actually thinking, uh, but it can be very powerful when you're praying and especially to think, why would I imagine God that way? Is that accurate or does something need to change? So number one, get creative when you pray. Number two, um, is there something that you believe a bit too heavily and might need to be brought in the middle? Uh, think about that beauty of, being, of praying to the God of all might and all intimacy, um, all glory and all humility. This is the God we come to. And when we find the middle ground there, it's deeply moving. So I um, encourage you to think about these things and to consider them uh, as you go about your walk with Jesus. Hopefully that sparks some creative ideas for you and be blessed to know that God is completely sovereign and completely present. And that's a beautiful in-between that we get.